Coach Ben here, trying something new this fall, fall of 2021. Uh, as I sit here, we have 10 weeks to go until the New York City Marathon. Now, we have an athlete competing at the Chicago Marathon, four athletes competing at the Boston Marathon, and three athletes set to compete at the New York City Marathon. So we have as many marathoners as we've ever had, all running 26.2 miles this fall. And we know that a ton of you guys are running marathons this fall, too, because they're finally back. After a long hiatus uh, due to COVID-19, the big city marathons are back this fall. Everybody's training hard. And so I thought it would be cool to sort of take you on our journey uh, by sharing some workouts that we're doing in preparation for Chicago and Boston and New York and sort of telling you uh, how you guys can do the same workouts uh, back home, wherever you are, as you train for those races or whatever race you're preparing for in your city. Uh, and we know there are lots of options out there. So we're, we're starting today. This is the first one. And how we're going to do it is I'm just going to take a workout that we did recently, that we actually did, and, and, and again, share it with you and sort of tweak it and show you how you can do this too, uh, albeit probably at a slightly different pace um, as you prepare for your marathon. So the one we're starting with, the workout we're starting with is 15 by 1K. Now don't be alarmed. Um, it doesn't have to be 15. It could be 12. It could be 10. It could be 8. Uh, we actually do as many as 20 of these uh, sometimes, uh, depending on the athlete. Uh, but this week and, and actually a couple of weeks ago with the, with the Boston and Chicago crew, we did 15 by 1K. Uh, I like this workout a lot because you get 9.3 miles of volume in, but you're taking a minute rest between each K repeat. So you're doing these at a pace uh, that I'll explain in a minute, uh, that if you were going straight through, like as a tempo run, you could probably only do about four miles of work um, before you'd have to be done for the day. Uh, but when you break it up and you give yourself that minute rest, you can get so much more volume. So you get way more work at this sort of lactate threshold or slightly slower pace, which is a great zone to train in. You can be really relaxed and fast in this zone, um, but you get more bang for your buck uh, by doing more repeats. D does that make sense? So uh, the way we do 15 by a K is is we do it um, with a minute rest, like I said, and that's a standing rest, jogging rest, walking around. It's it's um, There's no particular um, distance that they have to cover. Some of the athletes will grab a drink in between some of the repeats. Some will do a light jog. Some will just kind of walk around. Uh, perhaps later in the workout, as you're a little more tired, you'll stand a little bit more. Uh, but it's just a minute rest, all right? Uh, and the pace that we do these at is... I guess traditionally you would call it lactate threshold pace. So you would think of it as the pace you could run at or race at, I should say, for one hour. But it's not hard and fast, your one hour race pace. Actually, we do it at just a hair slower than that. So for example, when we go down to Camp Verde, Arizona, which is at 3,100 feet elevation, we don't really institute much of a... Uh, of an altitude conversion for that. So so we do the K repeats down there at 258 for our men and 320 for our women. That's just an average. We have done it a little quicker and we've done it a little slower, but just for the sake of the video, we'll say 258 and 320. 
258 for a half marathon for a man uh, per K is three. I'm sorry, is 102.35, and uh, 320 for a woman per K for a half marathon or for anybody for a half marathon is uh, 110.19. And, and if you look at our group, a 102.35 half for our men, a 110.19 half for our women, that's, that's pretty average as far as what they could do for a half marathon. So we're kind of basing it off our half marathon effort. However, our half marathon effort happens to be lactate threshold pace or just a hair slower. Um, if you are running your half marathon in two hours, let's say, that's sort of a whole different zone. If you were to do these at your half marathon pace, relatively they would be actually easier than, than what our athletes are doing when they're doing them at a, at a pace that they could hold for a little over an hour. So what we're asking you to do uh, at home when you're training for a marathon and you're using this particular workout, you're trying to do it at the same relative effort that we're doing ours at. So I'm asking you to take a look at one of the many online uh, pace calculators that there are and I don't want to single one out over the other. They all have their pluses and minuses. Uh, it's all proprietary, so I don't want to step on any toes. Uh, but there are plenty out there. So you take uh, a look at one of those calculators. You type in a very recent race time or a very honest uh, time as far as what you think you can run right now. And it'll spit out a bunch of different race distances and what you could accomplish uh, from a time perspective for that particular distance. So you're looking at the race calendar or calculator and you're saying, okay, you know, it says for a 15K I could run um, one hour and five minutes. Okay, great. Well, that's right where we want to be, right? So you look at uh, what uh, that per kilometer pace is for 15K, for a 105-15K. Boom, that's the pace you want to do this at. So hopefully I'm making it clear it's not K repeats at half marathon effort. It's K repeats at, let's just for the sake of ease, let's say about one hour and five minute race pace. That's what we want these to be. That's a pace that's challenging, but you can do a lot of volume at that pace. If you did these at your 10K pace, you wouldn't be able to do this kind of volume. And again, if you did this at your half marathon pace and you're a little bit of a slower half marathoner, it would actually be too easy. It wouldn't be quite in, in the zone that we want. Again, I know I'm going over and over this, but, but I just want to make it clear that it's the effort we're going for, not the race pace, okay? So it's the, it's the effort at which you could race for about an hour and five minutes. That's what these are all about. And the way to execute this well, in my opinion, is to establish that per kilometer pace that you want to run and just run it over and over and over again. Because most of you are getting ready for a marathon where you have a time goal in mind. And the best way to achieve that time is to run the same pace kilometer after kilometer, mile after mile for the entire 26.2 miles. So that's what you that's what you want to do here. You don't want to you don't want to try to beat the workout. So let's say you've done this exercise as I explained it and you've decided and come up with, hey, four minutes per kilometer is my goal for this workout. And I'm going to do 10 of them. I'm going to do, I'm going to try 10 by a K at four minutes per kilometer. Well, the best way to do that is to hit all of them at four minutes. If you hit all of them at 355, that was not the point of the workout. If you hit the first few at 352, and then a few at 355, and then the last few are 
404 and 406 and 407 because you were really tired, that's definitely not the way to do it. This is practice. You're trying to practice how you want to race. And in a marathon, if your goal pace is six minutes, let's say, per mile, and you accidentally run a 610 uh, because of whatever reason for one mile, you don't want to run the next mile in 550 and try to quote-unquote make up for it. You want to run the next mile in six minutes because the more miles in a row you run at six minutes, the more those will pile on, the better rhythm you'll be in, and, and the more likely you are to overall have a great race. It's the same thing that you're practicing in this workout. If four minutes per kilometer is your pace, and you run a 355, don't slow down and run a 405 on the next one, just run a four minute K. The, the, the more Ks in a row that you can run at four minutes, the better workout you're going to have. So hopefully that makes sense. And even if even within the repeat, that's the rule. So if you are fortunate enough to be doing this on a track, uh, although I like doing it on the road if you're training for a marathon, so if you're doing it on a, on a road where you have every 200, meter, 200 meters marked, let's say, which is how we do it, and you run one of those 200s too fast, just get right back on pace on the next 200. Again, trying to really establish running in a rhythm. That's the key to the marathon, in my opinion. So I guess I would end this little episode by saying I love this workout because it, it, it allows you to practice over and over again running a very certain pace, which is what you want to do in the marathon, and it allows you to get a lot of volume in at a pace that's a little faster than marathon effort, right? Quite a bit faster, actually. And uh, if you can feel relaxed at this pace, of course, it's going to make marathon pace uh, feel, uh, hopefully anyway, a little easier. So there you go. That was our first mini Workout Wednesday podcast of this segment. We're going to have 10 total. And this was number one. So hopefully you can give this one a shot in your neck of the woods, 15 by K, or let's say let's say 8 to 8 to 20 by 1K. Anywhere in there is fine. Uh, whatever you think is appropriate for you and, and the overall volume that you do. So thanks, guys, for watching. Good luck. We'll see you next week.